Hey, this is Pastor Rima, and you are listening to Real Talk. Praise the Lord and God bless you. Thank you, everyone, for joining in on this uh, episode of Real Talk with Pastor Rima. And this week, I am on the line with a great friend, a great man of God who is uh, being used uh, greatly by the Spirit of God to impact many lives. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would have an open heart and open ear to uh, receive and and put into your spirit some things that might be said on uh, this interview here. And I am on the line with Pastor Jim McKinnis from South Bend, Indiana. Thank you so much for being on the line. Yes, yes. I'm grateful to be here and just uh, looking forward to our discussion. Yes, sir. And I, I am looking forward to it as well. And uh, uh, I, I admire a lot of things that you and your ministry, your ministry team are doing uh, for the kingdom of God, making great impact in the lives of people in your city and uh, just just doing a lot of cutting edge things that um, is, is very pivotal for uh, the body of Christ and where we are right now. And um, I, I want I want to be able to expose some people to some of the things that God has been doing in uh, the Christ Temple Apostolic Church and in your ministry and in your family. But it, before we get into the thick of that and uh, do a deep dive into the ministry aspect, uh, tell us uh, where you're from and and um, h- how you came to the Lord and and uh, just some foundational things that that make you who you are. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks again for, for being here and, um, and for asking me to, um, share our story. But, um, I, I am a product of a praying family and, uh, I have a grandmother and a lot of family that, um, um, that were, was in church, faithful to church, uh, had an experience with church, uh, with God and brought me as a young age, uh, to Sunday school. And, um, that was my first experience with, with the Lord. I was, uh, baptized in Jesus name as a, just a young, uh, a, a young child and, uh, filled with the Holy ghost. Um, but I didn't have that, uh, uh, consistency in my life. And, uh, I, um, walked away from the Lord, uh, in my middle school and high school years. Uh, wow. my, my mom and dad, um, uh, uh, did not serve God. And, uh, so it was my grandmother and aunts and uncles and things of that nature that really were, uh, very much in influencing factors, uh, in my life. Um, but during middle school, high school, and, uh, some of my, uh, college and, uh, military career, I was not living for, for, for the Lord. Um, my walk with God is a miracle. Um, I joined the army out of high school, uh, and I was not serving God at the time. And, uh, I joined the army for, um, two reasons. I just wanted to be able to pay for college and, um, and I wanted to get away from home. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Real talk. (laughs) Yeah. So both of those, those things. And I joined the uh, army reserves, uh, to, uh, help me with that. And little did I know when I enlisted, it was, uh, back in 1999. Um, I, um, it was going to change my life, that decision, because, um, after September 11th, I was, uh, I lived in Cleveland. I was going to Cleveland state university and, uh, 
And they, uh, I had to come home because they were calling all the army units because we weren't sure what was going to happen and, uh, and for us to possibly go to war. Um, and, uh, because of that, it brought me back home. I still was not serving the Lord. And, uh, I, uh, moved back home and there were some events that happened. Um, and over the course of the next two years, uh, I, uh, was at home going to IU, uh, IU South Bend, uh, for college. And, uh, and then I got uh, orders to go overseas in 2002. Uh, and my, as a young man, uh, struggling, uh, you know, in this world, not living for God, I was gripped with fear and I was gripped with a lot of uncertainty at a young age as I was, you know, where am I going? You know, death, what, yeah. what happens after this? And I remember going out to lunch with my grandmother, which took me to Sunday school, took, took me to church. And I knew the church, I just didn't have a genuine experience, uh, other than what I remembered as a young man. Um, but she, she, she spoke to me and I remember that pretty, pretty clearly. And, uh, she spoke in my life and, um, I didn't turn to God right then, but, but it, it was a seed that was planted. Yeah. And, um, my church was having a Christmas play and my dad, which wasn't in church, but my grandmother, his mom, you know, was brought me to a Christmas play and it was at a Christmas play that God spoke to me. It was like, you need to get right. Wow. And, um, oh, wow. and the next, um, next, uh, week or so after that, or two weeks after that, um, they had a revival and, uh, brother Felix Crowder, was at our church at, at, at Christ temple. And, uh, and I remember going and, um, and just taking a step. I remember just saying, God, if this is real, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to commit everything to you right now. And, uh, and I remember taking one step and, uh, and God filled me with the Holy ghost and changed my life, changed the tra trajectory of my life, changed everything. He totally filled me. And, um, I remember that, that, that night because I committed to God and I says, I'm going to, I'm just a type of person that once I know it's real and once I know it's, it's true, I'm going to, I'm going to pursue that and I'm going to go ahead and, and give a hundred percent. And after that moment of my life, God just has really transformed everything in my life. Um, after that, my brother, Jonathan, which was not in church either was back, uh, was, was filled with the Holy ghost. My mom was baptized in Jesus name, filled with the oh, Holy ghost. Right. And now my dad, um, uh, several years later, we, we still believe for my dad, uh, is, uh, filled with the Holy ghost. They all go attend, uh, Christ temple, my, my brothers in ministry with me. Uh, and it was all because of uh, grandmother and people that prayed never gave oh, up. And, uh, so I, I, I understand from the aspect of somebody that walked away or maybe wasn't, wasn't serving God. And from that, I, um, I always served. God. I went overseas. I did go to war and I did, uh, serve my country and God kept his hand on me. Uh, I had favor when I was overseas. Uh, God protected me. Uh, I was awarded the bronze star for some things that happened over, uh, in, uh, uh operation Iraqi freedom. Okay. And, uh, and, but, but it was the favor of God and I came back and, uh, 
and just God showed himself mighty in my, in my life in every aspect. And, uh, I'm just really grateful. And, and in ministry, I, I wanted to serve. I served, I, 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 I mowed the grass. I washed the toilets. I, I worked on the roof. I, I was the youth pastor. I was, uh, I did Bible study. I pre, I did whatever, whatever. I, I was just a church rat. I wanted to be around the church. I wanted to be in the church. Uh, I wanted to learn about God. Uh, because I know it's real and I know that yes. uh, if God's changed my life. Uh, he can change anybody. And, uh, and that's, uh, man, that's, that's kind of my, my, uh, my testimony. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Incredibles Here's so much testimonies of, um, young men that have, um, that they are kind of on a fence with their uh, walk with God and, and they've been in the military and, and especially r- people that has been in the real military of recent years in the last decade or so. I mean, uh, just the, the experiences of, you know, having to go over to the Middle East and different things, man, it, it'll really shake you up and, um, cause you to kind of, uh, you know, focus in on, on the things that are the most important. And, uh, man, it's just incredible to hear, you know, that journey of God, just ordering your steps, even when, you know, you, you weren't fully committed to, uh, giving everything to him. He, he kept putting people in your path, kept putting you on people's prayer list. It's incredible. It's incredible. And those prayers, those prayers never fade away until it accomplishes the will of God, I believe. That's right. That's right. Amen. But if you were to uh, be able to roll back the hands of time and sit yourself down and uh, your, your, whatever wisdom and, and, and experiences you have now to date, and you were able to talk to yourself in your twenties, what, what two things would you, um, encourage yourself to do or advise yourself? Wow, man. I would, um, I guess the first thing I would, I would say is don't compartmentalize your life. Um, Mm. I think that, um, a lot of, a lot of young people, a lot of, uh, early, uh, marrieds and things like that. They compartmentalize church and their walk with God, professional, their family, they compartmentalize that. And, um, uh, when you allow God in all areas of your life, when you allow God to operate in his fullness in, uh, and manifest himself in, at, at your job, in your schools, uh, your purpose, uh, for, uh, what God has called you for, uh, extends beyond a church service and chin extends beyond a building and extends beyond, um, what a man has defined and compartmentalized. And, uh, we, uh, we have to allow God to be God in our life fully. Amen. And, uh, by doing that, we have to fully commit to him and, uh, commitment and obedience is the key to success with God. And, and it, it, so if I was talking to, if I sat myself down, I said, look, you know, this is real. I would tell my 21, this is a real thing. And if you will commit and obey, God's going to bless your life. And God is going to be in every aspect of your life. If you allow him, it's not going to be contained, uh, in, uh, just a compartment that this, that's my, that's my spiritual life. That's no, your, your spiritual life is your life. It's not, it's not just, and I think that that's, 
you know, a lot of people put that in and say, well, I go to church. And it's not something that you just squeeze in on a Sunday. It's something that's every day. It's something yes, that sir. is a walk and it's a commitment. And it's a, and to me, that is key in, in keeping prayer. Uh, prayer is not performance. Prayer is not uh, just a tool. Prayer is essential. Uh, without prayer, yes. um, I, you are not going to be successful with God. I don't care how much of the word, you know, I don't care how much of, uh, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. Like, like if you do not communicate with God, if you don't talk to God and learn how to hear God, real talk, it, it does not matter. It, it, it doesn't matter what, what you know, you need to he- be able to hear him. And, uh, the only way you can hear him is if you talk to him. And, uh, and you have to, you got to have a prayer life. And the earlier you can get that going, the more you're going to be able to hear him and the more that you're going to be able to operate in his spirit and in his fullness in all aspects of your life. Mm. So good, man. Yes. Prayer is paramount, man. Prayer is paramount to our walk with God. And man, it's, it's so refreshing, um, to, to know that, uh, you are a man that you're not just saying this. I've I've seen it for myself that this is this this is this is how you live. This is your this is your manifesto. This is this is what you live by. You know, having that uh, unique and dedicated connection with the spirit and voice of God, and it it, it shows in your church. Um, man, what a powerful church! Uh, Christ Temple Apostolic in um, South Bend, Indiana. And man, uh, you are recently uh, been in, instituted as the pastor. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you, uh, the former pastor, uh, uh, passed away. Went on to be with the Lord, and you were um, selected as the new pastor. And that that was of recent years, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's 2018 um, is when is when Pastor Michael McKinnis, uh senior pet passed away. Yes. Yes. And you are also, um, uh, a realtor and running a realty company. And so, you know, in essence, you are a bivocational minister. You, you, uh, serve the church and you also, uh, run a, a business. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, um, balancing that ministry aspects slash business or, you know, um, what it is to be uh, a minister uh, flowing in those circles of uh, the real estate industry. Yeah. Well, it's, um, again, it's, uh, my philosophy is whole, holistic in, in ministry. So I, I minister at work. I minister, uh, uh, through business, wherever God, uh, I, I want God in everything. So, yeah. uh, so, and he has, uh, showed himself mighty in, in, in our business. We, we run, I, uh, recently, uh, 2016, I've been in the real estate business for 15 years. Uh, I work, I'm partners with my uncle. Um, that is brothers of my formal pastor, uh, that passed away. Um, the, um, uh, we had been together, uh, he's been in the business for 30 some years and, and I've been in 15 years, but in 2016, uh, it was just a prompting of the Lord. Uh, just, you know, I just felt like, Hey, you know, this was, uh, we want to open our own company. And, mm-hmm. um, 
again, you know, is, is prayer and then hearing from God. And, and that does also bleed into business and it does bleed into professional aspects and God, um, God uses that for his kingdom and his glory. And we opened a real estate office, started growing. Uh, we now have three offices. Um, we have offices around uh, all that stretch in Northern Indiana awesome. and uh, going to be opening an office in Michigan. And uh, I look at those as daughter works, brother. Like those are, <laughs> I love those it. Are, those are, uh, we are, we are growing. I believe God, uh, God has allowed, uh, you know, professionally through, through the military, through the church, through pro- professional business, uh, they all overlap and God speaks this, you know, he'll use what's happening in the business to say, this is what I want in the church. This is what mm. I want. And, and, uh, so like when it comes to warfare, I, God's walked me through what that looks like naturally. Uh, when it comes through business and expansion and, uh, and growth and, uh, systems and that God's walking me through that all through the business realm, but it's not isolated. They're not on an Island. They all, I said, I'm, I'm not the 21 year old person, but I would give that advice to 21 year old guys saying, look, you know, you got to allow God in all areas of your life. And so real estate, professional, business. So the way we lead the church and the work, a lot of those things overlap. There's people that come into our work and say, you know, I don't know if they're, they're trying to talk to pastor McKinnis or they're talking to me as, (laughs) as, as, as the business owner. And, um, you know, and, it's just one of those things that, that God has just kind of opened up and there's been so many opportunities within the community, so many opportunities within the business realm that have touched spiritually touched our, you know, things that we're doing within the church. Uh, it's just, it's a God thing. I, I can't really explain it. It wasn't something that we were, I was just like, Hey, this is what, um, this is what my plan is. This is what God's plan is. And we have been able to equip families uh, through our company, uh, to equip them with the tools to be successful in business, but then also, uh, with the values of God and, uh, and God is blessing families, uh, through our business that are just, you know, it's a God thing. And I just, I'm excited about it and I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity, but I, it's just, it's, it's an extension. So our business McKinnis Realty, when we opened that, it was, you know, it, 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 to me, it's just part of my ministry. It's it's just part of the ministry itself. So it's very complimentary to the church. Um, but it's, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of the things that I learn and I operate in, in the business is really beneficial to the church in a lot of ways and vice versa. That's awesome. That's incredible. And uh, I like what you said regarding that, you know, the business is, is it's, it's all encompassing. It's not, um, especially with spirituality and your walk with God. It's, and uh, you use the word holistic, you know, that, that approach to, um, your spiritual aspect as a minister, uh, being able to translate that into working with people, uh, in, in business and not just employees or coworkers, but also, you know, clients and people that, um, they're, they're sitting down and talking with you. <laughs> it's so, it's so interesting that, uh, even if people don't know, 
that you are a pastor or a minister, sometimes just, just that calling on your life and you operating in that role, um, tends to bring stuff out of people. And it's like, man, I feel like I'm probably ministering to this person and, and, but I'm supposed to be, you know, making deals here, but, but that absolutely go ahead. Just so, I mean, it's open. So I am recently have been the president of our local board of all the agents that are within our area and, okay. uh, and I'm represented our state and they've asked, so I, I, pr- I prayed at uh, meetings uh, over uh, the different um, uh, events for our, our membership. I've uh, been prayed at different uh, avenues uh, through different or- organizations that have been a direct connection through, it wasn't the church that necessarily connected that it was professionally. And then merging that in this fusion of ministry bleeding out into the professional realm. And I believe that, you know, the Bible, you know, we gotta be instant in season and be ready to go into the spirit at any moment. There's yes. been many times that I've been with people professionally um, that I've ministered within the framework of the office. Now I'm considerate. I'm, I, we have people of all different backgrounds and beliefs and things like that, but there are opportunities that God opens up that we're, we're, we're to speak. And God's also op- opened opportunities to speak to very influential people within our city, within other businesses, within other areas that it, it's a direct uh, relationship to the business side, but God's bringing me to those people, uh, for, uh, for a God, uh, assignment. And, yes. uh, uh, and I, and I, I believe that firmly that, that, that God has brought me before people as uh, I was going because of, it was a business or professional, um, uh, meeting engagement, but at the meeting, I realized it was a God assignment uh, that God had me on. So God will use any way uh, to get us to who he wants to get us to. And, yes, uh, sir. and the, and the business is, uh, is just an avenue or a vehicle for him to work. And, uh, and we, and, and we allow him to work. I want him to work through that. Amen. Amen. And, uh, since we're on the topic of, you know, you being involved in whether uh, different associations or organizations um, related to your business, and that's uh, also community work, just uh, networking with other professionals in the same field, or even being exposed to different um, uh, business people in in the area, uh, you your church and your ministry team has, has, uh, exemplified that of being connected to the community in that way. Uh, talk to us about some of the things that, uh, Christ temple has done, um, regarding just connecting with different uh, community leaders or, or business people that has been a blessing to the church or to your local community. Well, we, um, we believe in fulfilling the mission of serving others and we don't, we don't do anything for our, our glory. Uh, we do it to glorify God. And, uh, in, in doing that, sometimes there's lights that are shining on what you're doing. And, uh, we don't do that for the lights. Uh, I just want to make sure, cause I know that, uh, you know, sometimes the news and things cover some of the things that we've done in South Bend and it, and it really isn't because we're seeking that it's because we're just seeking mission. And, uh, and when we do that, uh, the, um, the highlighting of that is, is coming from God. It's not coming from man. And, uh, 
and it just spurs other, other things. So we, we serve our community in a lot of different ways. We, uh, we do have uh, def, uh, some community programs that we work with. With the, uh, we have a milk and bread ministry that we give milk and bread out to our community uh, every month. Uh, we have a food pantry. We serve groceries uh, to our community. Awesome. We, we partner with um, outside organizations. I believe that God has not only equipped us to be the uh, the eyes and ears, but see who is is working within a respective area within the community and come alongside them, sew into that and help them. Uh, we don't got to recreate the will if there's somebody out there serving and they just need help and assistance. Uh, so we yeah. have partnered with our homeless uh, advocates within our community. Uh, we uh, recently last year paid for the heating to heat and house the homeless. Wow. Uh, and we uh, helped in that endeavor. They needed porta potties. We paid for porta potties uh, for that. We uh, recently prayed and God opened an opportunity. There was someone within the church that had a medical situation that we helped with some medical situation in their life. And it, oh, it opened this uh, conversation that I was having about a larger issue about, man, how many people have, you know, these medical issues. And I researched it and found an organization that helped settle medical debt. And we, mm. uh, we uh, decided to give towards uh, settling medical debt. And so we, uh, we gave towards that and we called it, we, every year we have what's called seeds of love. We call it seeds of love. We, we take up offering and we give, we, we believe in giving to our community, not internally, but out. Uh, we want to give out, uh, yeah. we want gi to give it away. And, uh, and uh, so we were able to settle $1.2 million of uh, medical debt of people within the community. But the beauty of it is uh, we don't know those people. Uh, wow. I, I don't know them. We don't, we don't, I mean, uh, it wasn't something that we were doing like, because it was like, it, it was just something that I, I felt God, like I believe in obedience and being immediately obedient. There's, yes. So when God says, go ahead and do this, go ahead and do it. Uh, also, uh, there was a church that, you know, I was, I went in and God spoke and said, you're supposed to, you know, we're, we're going to put carpet in their church. And, uh, and I told them what God spoke and we, uh, we paid for carpet for a church that's uh, down the street from our church, not our church, but it's, it's another church. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and we, and, and, and we did that. And again, uh, during COVID, uh, we, uh, we turned our sanctuary in cause they, uh, our area, they, they mandated, we couldn't really have services. We turned our sanctuary into uh, food distribution mm -hmm. and we ended up, uh, distributing groceries, uh, every day, um, or every Wednesday, uh, for a, a couple months. And we, we served hundreds of people, uh, groceries dur during that time. Uh, uh, again, we, we are, wow, wow, wow. We run to problems. I mean, so, <laughs> so when we, uh, I just believe that that's what God's called us to do. So if there's a problem, if there's an issue, um, I just feel compelled to run towards the church is the answer. Uh, yes, the, sir. the, we are the answer to our community. We, we are the ones that are providing hope and we got good news. And, uh, why would we run from, from issues when God's said that we are the answer, the church, his church is the, is, is the answer. So we just try our best to, to do that. That's, that's just a couple things that, that we're have done or are doing, uh, but there's, there's a lot of other, other, other things too. Yep. And so 
so incredible, so incredible to, to hear that. And man, I, I was just, um, uh, on Facebook and I saw this, you know, um, news, uh, segment pop up uh, a video of a new little news clip. And I saw your face. I'm like, man, what's he doing on the news? So I, I clicked on and I started listening and then I, I saw that where the news covered, um, where your, your church had settled, uh, the debt, the, the medical debt, uh, upwards of one, uh, you know, you said $1.2 million of medical debt settled for people that otherwise would have had a, a struggle or maybe couldn't pay that off at all. And this, this is incredible. This, this is the type of stuff that, uh, churches can do and the impact that churches can make uh, in the lives of people that you probably would never meet, but it doesn't mean that it will not be impactful and influential in the lives of those that you have helped and even food pantry and, you know, giving away of groceries and uh, your church is a giving church. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's showing through, um, the people that, uh, are impacted uh, by uh, this and it, and the attention that is brought to uh, your service to people and man hats off to to you and your church and your your ministry team for just the ingenuity and thinking outside of the box of how to serve uh, your, your community and all this was um, in the middle of you know the pandemic lockdowns and all this. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, some of it was, you know, right before it, but okay. most of it has been, um, you know, this last couple, well, a couple of years we, we started it, but th this year in particular is when we did uh, a lot of the groceries and we did the medical debt this year. Excellent. Excellent. And, uh, speaking of, you know, also being a part of the community and, and doing things in the community, um, tell us about, uh, some of your community events. And, uh, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, uh, even the, uh, mayor of South Bend has come to, uh, kind of check out what you guys were doing, uh, regarding, you know, your community, uh, reach, um, and, and, and uh, ministering to your local, uh, neighbors and community, uh, through outdoor events and different things. Talk to us about that. Yeah, we, um, again, we believe that we need to, we need to come out and, um, we have the last several years, we we've had community events that have brought other churches together, um, different beliefs, different backgrounds, uh, bringing everybody together under an umbrella of prayer. And, yes. uh, when we begin to pray together, then, uh, things begin to change and happen in the spirit. And, uh, we, um, the last couple of years we've, we've joined together, uh, and had tent revivals and, and, uh, uh, a couple times, uh, the mayor, all of the, we work with the South Bend, we work our police department. We work with our city officials. We work with all of them to bring them together. Uh, and during a time of a lot of, um, uh, this last year and last two, two years, there was a lot of tension. Uh, yeah. we had, uh, some, some like, uh, riots and things like that happening between police. Uh, and it was just a very, uh, tensious time. Uh, and we felt again, instead of running away from it, 
we're running to it because we believe that if we can get people in the spirit, there's going to be unity. And, uh, absolutely. So we brought together, uh, the city officials, we brought together, uh, churches, we brought together, uh, police, we brought together the NAACP, we brought together everybody Come on. and, and we prayed, we prayed for one another and we prayed and CNN, there was everybody there and the spirit moved Wow! and God began to just operate. And God spoke to me right then and said, keep the tent up and have revival. So we ended up having revival and we, after that, several, several people came. I think we baptized uh, 30 some people in Jesus name. Uh, many people were filled with the Holy ghost. Uh, we, um, uh, just God just touched and began to operate and uh, and that bled into what what happened this year. We we had several weeks of because we were doing outside services we couldn't really do inside and we had revival and we had revival outside and uh, it's just one of those things that it's uh, uh, when we begin to come outside of the building come yeah. outside of the pew, come outside and, uh, and you, and you're actually in your city and you begin to pray. And people think that we're crazy when we say that God's given us our city, God's given us our, this territory. Uh, we don't yeah. say that as this just tagline, we believe that we are in the spirit and there's principalities and there's spiritual wickedness in high places. And we right. believe that when we get into this place, he's given us this territory of breakthrough and we're not going to be uh, passive about it. And we're not going to be shy about it. We're going to speak even to the mayor uh, about <laughs> it and even to the uh, police chief. Cause they know, and they see something different. And we, uh, we believe in, in that. So we've had lots of community events, bringing churches together, bringing community leaders together under the umbrella of prayer. And, um, and that's what we do. And we're unapologetically, um, uh, apostolic man. Like we, uh, we believe that this isn't something that, uh, you hide. It's something that you share and like, uh, and you have to live it. It's a, it's not just a, it's a, it's a, it's a life. It's a walk. And, uh, and, and God is working and he's touching people all over our city and in all different areas. And we're just really grateful for it. That's incredible. That's incredible. The, 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 the impact and the influence of uh, just serving people, giving to people and uh, doing your best to find innovative ways to uh, not just um, wait for people to come to you, but you, you, you hit in the streets and go into people I mean, bringing, bringing the cameras of CNN and, and, and mayors and NAACP all on the same uh, uh, venue and property to, you know, pray and, and come together to uh, create change and not just in, uh, in the physical, but also something, there's something, there's, there's a cohesiveness coming together uh, in the spirit as you're praying together. And, you know, we're not, we're not necessarily uh, afraid of that or intimidated by that because we know who we are. And we know uh, what we have um, right. it, regarding, you know, the spirit of God. And you mentioned spiritual authority as well. And there is something to be said about, you know, uh, displaying, not, not displaying, but uh, just uh, expressing that spiritual authority uh, through uh, just being in the room with, with uh, people that 
uh, are highly influential in their uh, space. But when a man of God comes into that forum, you know, something has shifted, something has changed and, and they may not be uh, physically uh, at the helm of what's going on. But the simple fact that uh, an apostolic witness, a spiritual authority was in the vicinity uh, God can use that, and He has used that to uh, bring about an awareness and also a unity of not just people of faith, but the between uh, ethnicities and races. Yes. And I think that that is something that is so um, incredible. And I hope if, if you're listening to this right now, uh, that that is something that you really need to. Um, chew on and, 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 and consider praying to God, how can I, you know, uh, be a spiritual influence that even though in the physical things may seem a little fractured or even divisive, but, uh, how can I be a spiritual catalyst to bring people together that otwise would never come to the table and and, and sit together that, Man, brother there's one one thing I just want when you spoke that God just kind of spoke I want to share with you this is what God when I when I prayed and I was fasting about this and said God what what is our what is our role within our city what is our role within our community and God very vividly says lay down the sword and pick up a towel mm. and and, and you are going to, uh, we are called, if, if you want to bring people together in the spirit, it's going to come through the towel. It's going to come through service. It's going to come through humility. It's going to come through prayer. It's going to come through giving. It's going to come through those things. It's not going to come through a sword. Uh, it's, it's not going to come through trying to, 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 to fight our way. It's going to come through serving our way to, to yes, that. Sir. When you bring people together and you, and you begin to serve and, and one of the meetings when during all of this tension and all of the, uh, God spoke and, and right in the middle, I, I, I was called this other pastor, which is, uh, he's African American pastor. I, 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 God told me to wash his feet. And, and, wow. and so like in front of everybody, <laughs> I began to wash his feet and then he began to start weeping and, and the spirit broke and then he washed my feet and God just started to burn. And, and, and right then God, God said, uh, this is, is the key. I want you to have a ministry of the towel and you're mm. going to have this towel. And this is what is going to touch your community. Lay down the sword and pick up the sickle because the, the, the harvest is plentiful, but it's going to come through the towel. And, uh, and I just, I just believe that that is the key to bring people together. That's the key of reconciliation. It's the key. Uh, if we can get into the spirit, but in order to get into the spirit, we got to have the towel and, uh, because that comes through submission and obedience and it comes through humility. Key key right there. Submission, obedience, and humility if you want to make a, a spiritual impact. Thank you so much, Pastor McKinnis, for, for, for sharing with us all of those things and praying God continues to uh, put you and your ministry team, your church and strategic places of, of impact and influence. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and uh, uh, continue to pray for Christ Temple Apostolic Church and what God is doing with their uh, ministry and their family. And uh, if you, um, if you are, are somebody that's been on the fence of how to uh, create 
uh, impact and influence uh, with your ministry in your community. These are some things that you can easily and readily uh, implement in in your service to the people that you are called to reach. Uh, if, if there's a pat, if there's a pastor listening to this right now and you're kind of like in, in, in this conundrum of like, how, how do I reach outside of my service? How do I reach outside of Sunday mornings and uh, take a pen and pad and rewind this thing, man. And, uh, just listen to, uh, some of the things that Pastor McKinnis has said here. And I believe it will revolutionize our viewpoint and how we how we see and view impact in the kingdom. Thank you again, Pastor McKinnis, for being on the call. And uh, we, we honor you for, for, for speaking to us today. Grateful to be with you. Amen. Hey, thank you for listening and tuning in today. Help me to get the word out about this content. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Pastor Rima. And why don't you go ahead and follow and subscribe these podcasts so that you can be notified when we upload fresh content. God bless you and keep it real.